0: I invite you to plant your feet on the earth, slow down, tune in, and get ready to create a life of meaning and magic. Hello and welcome to this week's episode of the Wellpreneur podcast. I'm your host, Charlie, and this week we're going to be talking all about Facebook groups. I know so many new wellness entrepreneurs use Facebook groups, and they can be a fantastic marketing tool to attract and nurture your audience and take them on that journey to get to know, like, and trust you. If you're just starting out and wondering if a group is the right thing for your business, then stick around as I've got three key questions that you need to answer before starting a Facebook group for your wellness business. At the moment here at Wellpreneur, we're taking a group of new wellness businesses through our Wellpreneur Marketing Bootcamp Fast Track program. And this week, we're all about nurturing. So one of the topics we cover here is how to do that in a Facebook group. And there have been loads of interesting questions from the students about whether a Facebook group is right for their type of wellness business. And we've got lots of different d- types of uh, wellness business within the students. So uh, we've got corporate wellness specialists, lifestyle consultants, retreat owners, nutritionists. And it's been some really interesting discussion in terms of when and when it's not right to have a Facebook group as part of your marketing mix. A while ago, we surveyed the wellpreneur community on Facebook, where we've got seven and a half thousand wellness entrepreneurs, and we asked them how they were feeling about their Facebook group if they had one. And interestingly, 25% of the people who responded said that the group was working, a group was working really well for them. It was getting engagement and getting them clients. But 25% also said that they were getting crickets. It, it wasn't working for them. There wasn't engagement. There wasn't. Well, they, we, they weren't getting clients. And 50% of them said that they just weren't sure. They felt they got a bit of engagement, but they didn't know whether it was actually resulting in any clients for them. So it's not clear cut. They aren't working for every type of business. Groups have basically become how the majority of people experience Facebook these days. I know if you look at all the groups that I'm in, it's basically a picture of who I am. So I've got the mum groups and I've got the expat groups as I'm an expat. I have marketing groups and I have got a few wellness groups in there as well that I'm a part of. But I have to admit, I'm not a massive participant. I do use them to learn and to find information and get inspired, but I don't often kind of go in there and start engaging and commenting on other people's posts. But as a marketing tool, there's a lot of confusion about how to get them to work best for your business. A lot of the marketing noise you hear from marketing gurus focuses on how they're great because of the organic reach you can get with them is higher than you can get on a business page. And and that's true. Mark Zuckerberg revealed way back in 2018, I think it was, that they were promoting posts that have more meaningful interactions and that from posts from groups are going to be prioritized over business pages in the feed. But because of that, I've seen wellness entrepreneurs set groups up for the wrong reasons. They're not a shortcut to getting organic reach to tell people about your offers. They still only work well for you if your audience engages, and they will only engage if you're in there providing something of value that people want to talk about or they want to share their experience with or they want to help each other with and ask and support each other. For many marketing gurus teaching digital marketing, of course, people are leaning in, engaging all day long and looking for help. And so, of course, they tell you that groups are great because they work for them. But selling marketing knowledge and the intricacies of social or email marketing or how to do Facebook ads is a very different challenge to growing an aromatherapy business or a nutrition business or a fitness business or a retreat. When your topic is health and wellness, it's different. It's harder to capture their attention in that feed because quite often they're not engaging with their own wellness. And it's harder to sustain that engagement over time because people may be interested for a short time, but actually like sticking with you, that that can be a harder challenge. So that's not to say that groups aren't right for health and wellness businesses, because we've seen some wellness businesses that have had some fantastic successes with groups. But I think there are three important questions to really answer before you start a group for your business and to help you decide whether a group is the right thing for your business. And how answering these questions are going to make sure that if you do get start a group, then you're getting off to the best possible start. So I'm going to take you through those questions. Number one, who is your group for? So a couple of weeks ago in episode 244, I interviewed Samantha Kelgren, who is a health and mindset coach. And I just loved her approach to her group. She knew her target market so well, it was type A health conscious women with high expectations of themselves. And her group was called ambitious women, less hustle, more flow. And because she knew them so, so well, it was easy for her to create content that sparked conversations that were of value to them. So before you start a group, you need a really, really clear idea of who you want to attract. Your group needs to be for your audience and not for your business. So if you're thinking about starting a group, it's important to understand that the group isn't all about you. You're building something bigger than yourself. Create a group only if you've got a desire to connect with people and make a difference in their lives. If you've ever joined a group where the admin is just constantly posting about themselves or their business or their products, it is super annoying. Don't be that person. Whenever you go to a group, go in with the mindset of how am I going to help my members today and not how am I going to promote my business today? But you also can't create a successful group if you're trying to appeal to everyone, which is why you need to really understand who you're targeting and what your focus is. You need to focus and really understand the pressures of their lives and understand your audience intimately. You need to know the language that resonates with them, their worries, their concerns that they have, their questions, their misperceptions, their experiences. All of that understanding can be put into content that really resonates with them and that they engage with and like. And when you think about that focus for your group, also think about what you're going to be naming that group. And here, the best practice is to just use the same strategy that you'd be using when you think about your blogs or your programs or your business. Like, what are people searching for? What will resonate with them? What will connect? What will they connect with? What words do they identify with? If you do that work first to determine what you should be calling your group, it will enable your group to, in time, be organically found more easily. So, Yeah, number one, all about the focus of your group and who it's for. The second question to ask yourself when you're considering setting up a Facebook group is whether it's actually the right time to create a group for your business. So when you're just starting out, there is so much to do. And it's tempting to just jump straight in and start building everything. Well, when it comes to a Facebook group, I say don't. The first goal when you're just starting out isn't a Facebook group. It's to create a lead magnet and get your email database so that you can start taking people on that journey to buying one of your products. Email is still a far more effective sales channel and should therefore be your number one priority. Creating that lead magnet, getting set up with your email service, writing an email sequence that helps people get to know, like and trust you and understand your services. That's your first job. And once you've done that, go ahead, create a group, tell everyone in it about your lead magnet, make it a condition of entry into the group, but don't jump straight into a group because all that will happen is all that time that you should be spending on creating that brilliant lead magnet and getting your email marketing set up is going to be consumed by engaging with and that group and, and creating content for that group. So the right time to start a Facebook group is when you've already got a system in place to get people to subscribe to your lead magnet and get on your email marketing system. If you haven't nailed a way to grow your email list, then you shouldn't be starting a Facebook group just yet. Number three, and the final question that you need to be asking yourself before starting a Facebook group is, how can I best use my time in the group? So time is a big issue for wellness entrepreneurs when it comes to groups. And one of our communities said that she felt her group was such a time investment. It was driving her crazy. You don't want that. What you do want is to set up a clear system for posting weekly and then diarizing time in the day when you can engage and be disciplined in how much time you're going to be there. One of the quickest and easiest ways for you to make a group work for you is to be regularly going into your group and going live. People get to know, like, and trust you and experience how you think and what it would be like to work with you. You can host Q&As, you can demonstrate your expertise, and you can build up that video library of content for all the new entrants to your group. I certainly think that if you're starting a group now, the best way to make it work for your business in terms of time commitment and that discipline is to focus on the things that make the most impact in your marketing. And that, from a Facebook point of view, is to go live. So definitely think about that in terms of if you, when you, are, set, if you are setting one up, like the best way to make it work for your business is to go live. Is that something that you are able to do in terms of a time commitment on a regular basis? But a free Facebook group is also not a place where you need to be coaching and teaching people for free all day. So the best way you can help someone is to get them inside your paid products or your paid programs. So you need to be really disciplined and set boundaries on how far you're going to go to help people within your group. And it's a problem a lot of people account encounter in their free groups. That, so it's the, the balance of free help versus paid help. The best way to handle this is to just keep asking questions in return to somebody who keeps asking for help. So ask questions back, help that person get to the root of their problems so that they understand they have a bigger problem and they need more help than they can get in a, in a private group. They need one-on-one. So just keep asking questions back. Take that person on that journey. So those are the three questions I think that you should answer. ask yourself before setting up a group as part of your marketing mix for your wellness business. So what's my focus? Who am I helping? And what would they be looking for being the first question? Do I have a lead magnet and a path to purchase sorted first? So um, making sure that you are focusing on that lead magnet first. And then thirdly, can I go live and can I get the balance of free and paid content right in my group? So I hope that helps you in deciding whether a group is right for your wellness business and marketing. A group isn't a quick hack and you need to be invested in the group for the long haul. But when they're done well, you can build a community of people who all get to know, like and trust you. And that makes turning people into clients a lot easier. If you are looking to meet like-minded wellness entrepreneurs who are on this journey with you, building businesses and learning as they go, then do check out the Wellpreneur community Facebook group. We've got over 7,000 wellness professionals on there, all helping and supporting each other every day. Um, we love hearing from you also. So if you have any feedback on the show, then please do get in touch at info at Thanks so much for listening. My name is Charlie, and I'll see you next time on the Wellpreneur podcast.